everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast, which is just a nice, easy recap of what happened in dairy markets this past week and what's on tap into the days ahead. In case you missed it, we also kicked off another mini podcast series this week called The Dairy Skim, where Lucas Feith, our Senior Director of Market Intelligence, and Eric Meyer, the President of High Ground Dairy, sit down to quickly go over the latest data releases. Just another service to hopefully help make our customers' lives a little easier as we are always pouring over the data right away. I would suggest going back and listening to the last two episodes of The Dairy Skim because Lucas does a really great job at breaking down our initial reactions to the October U.S. milk production report and the October cold storage report from the USDA. Lucas, while you already did a great job going over that milk production report, tell us what you thought the key takeaway was in those numbers. Absolutely. I will just kind of reiterate, if you haven't listened, I'd encourage you to kind of hop on our other recordings from this week. But just briefly, U.S. milk production for the month of October, expanding versus prior year for the fourth consecutive month. No surprise there. We were expecting a pretty healthy gain into October. The 1.2% output increase a little bit less than our expectations, but still pretty neutral to the market overall. I think the big key takeaway there is California production down 0.5% versus prior year. And in the prior month in September, USDA actually revised that output lower by a half percent from the original number that they put out there. So yeah, like I said, lots of takeaways here in this report, and I'd encourage our customers to kind of read our analysis and listen to the dairy skim. Thanks, Lucas. And on cold storage, we mentioned that the butter stock number was bearish, and some of our customers were a little curious why we thought that. What was the story there? Yeah, you know, with this record butter price that we saw in October and even the that strength that has persisted, quite frankly, even into this week, we expected a little bit larger of a drawdown in butter stocks in October. That drawdown, the smallest since 2015, actually. You know, lots of things possible here. It's it is a possibility that some of that demand was deferred into November as buyers kind of waited for cheaper prices that never actually materialized. At the end of the day, I think that November number will also be important to see kind of where we bottom out here from a stock's perspective that will determine where we start with butter inventories into the new year. Lots of analysis on both the butter and cheese perspective in that cold storage report that was released yesterday on Tuesday as we record this on the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And as a reminder to our customers and listeners, this is a short three-day week because of the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. And during that time, cheese prices flipped slightly this week. Whey was pretty uneventful and butter moved pretty much sideways. Let's talk about that block barrel spread, Lucas. I think that was the highlight of the CME spot markets this week. The CME spot block cheddar price settled 39 and a half cents per pound higher versus barrels on Tuesday. If we take away 2020 and the kind of insane block barrel spreads that we saw during certain months of that year, as the pandemic kind of impacted cheese supply and demand fundamentals. Uh, if we remove those 2020 spreads, that 39 and a half cent 
uh, block premium that we saw on Tuesday was the uh, second highest on record, actually, uh, just behind the non-pandemic record high of 43 and a quarter set in September of 2019. The spread did kind of narrow just a little bit into Wednesday, but still remains much wider than kind of expected for this time of year, as blocks have really been able to hold that seasonal support well into the month of November. I think just briefly, like you said, way unchanged this week. We're at um, multiple consecutive days of 44 cents. Butter uh, still firmly supported here, just kind of waiting on the timing of that fall and nonfat slipping below the 140 per pound mark on Wednesday to close this week, uh, back similar to levels that we saw earlier this month. You know, for a short week, we put out a lot of reports. Outside of those two USDA reports that were released, there continued to be a lot of headlines out of China. It sounds like after the market was kind of given the impression that lockdowns were improving in China and that the country was opening back up, they are continuing to stick with more stringent policies. Let's talk about it. Yeah, it's almost tough to believe those headlines coming out of China. In some cities, seeing record COVID cases, lockdowns at this point beginning to kind of parallel what we saw all the way last spring, just a really strong, sharp increase in the COVID-19 virus spread. One article uh, claims that China, in some opinions, might be getting past the point of no return of being able to continue these COVID zero policies as the virus spreads rapidly. There were various requirements for more frequent virus testing, some restaurants, malls, amusement parks all shutting down, various apartment complexes being locked down, just some pretty crazy headlines here out of the country. You know, over the past few weeks, we've kind of gone back and forth in the rumor mill over how China wants to deal with this. At some point, there were even some indications that the country would finally kind of pull back from this COVID zero policy. But those rumors were kind of squashed with the health ministry stepping in and saying that they remain committed. At the end of the day, you know, the country kind of remains the only place in the world that's still continuing policies like this with most of the rest of the globe learning to live with this COVID virus. It is uh, certainly not optimistic or bullish for demand here in the near term with all these lockdowns continuing. I think it's safe to say that we are a lot less hopeful about China returning to normal anytime soon. Over the weekend, China Customs released their October trade data, and that was also pretty interesting. China's milk powder imports do remain lower versus one and two years ago. Whole milk powder gains were higher than prior year from New Zealand, but there were pretty notable losses from Uruguay and Australia. Dairy imports in general from Australia fell to lows not seen since March 2020, as cheese, skim milk powder, and fluid milk volumes were weak alongside those lower whole milk powder volumes. What was interesting, though, was that total imports from New Zealand were the highest for October on record. Yeah, that brings us into kind of next week and what we're looking at. We do expect that New Zealand trade data to be released Basically, at any moment here, we will get to that analysis and that full comprehensive report of both New Zealand exports and the latest update on milk production from the country early next week. 
Also anticipating an agricultural prices report next week. And uh, towards the end of the week on Friday afternoon, a dairy products and dry stocks analysis that will kind of show us what production was in October and where some of those dry product stocks ended the month. And last but not least here, we do want to take a moment to express our gratitude to our customers and listeners as we head into the Thanksgiving holiday. If you do celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you have a beautiful day with friends and family, and we look forward to chatting markets with you next week. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information, as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Um.